On today's episode of A Talk in the Park, we have on Rick Napier, Community Center Day Manager, to discuss inclusion efforts at the Wheaton Park District. He explains the process on obtaining program and activity aids for children and shares his journey as part of the Play for All Playground and Garden Foundation Board. If you want to learn more about the Play for All Playground and Garden Foundation and the current phase of the Sensory Garden Playground, please visit playforalldupage.org. At Wheaton Park District, we manage 54 parks, dozens of playgrounds, tennis courts, and a mini golf and skate park. We have an accredited zoo, a county museum, multiple athletic fields and sports complex, two swimming pools, 150 acres of nature preserves, and a 27-hole golf course and banquet facility. Everything else is just a talk in the park. Please welcome Rick Napier on this month's Talk in the Park. Hi, Rick. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Do you want to give everyone, I know you've been at the Park District for a while, for, um, and I know you probably see a lot of people at the Community Center, um, but do you want to give just a background of your time here at the Wheaton Park District? Uh, certainly. I am currently the Daytime Community Center Manager. I actually started over at the museum in 2015. I have an art background. So I uh, worked in art galleries and also uh, did, I was an art conservator for a long time. And so when I came back to work, after staying home with my kids for a little while, I went to work at the museum. And then uh, that sort of morphed into me just becoming a park district guy, basically. Um, I got really into the park district side of my job. And when the position that I currently occupy opened up, I sort of jumped on it and everything just sort of rolled from there. I love that you say you became a park district guy because I was never a park district girl really until I started my job here. And yeah, the rest is kind of history for me too. Um, so as the daytime community center manager and parent, what do you feel is the most important thing that parents should know about inclusion? Well, it's available and it's free. Um, for those listening at home that aren't sure what we're speaking about when we say inclusion, basically we work with the Western DuPage Special Recreation Association and what they will do is they will pair uh, an aid with your child based on your child's needs. And whether that means they're, they're going to help your child with fine motor skills during craft time at preschool or helping with transitions during a camp or another program or helping with athletics, um, the aids uh, are, are great. They're discreet. Um, they're, they wear our uniforms when they're here and they... They're here to help your child, but they try to kind of stay in the background to make sure that your child doesn't feel singled out. And they stay in close contact with the parents as well uh, to make sure they, you know, you're aware of their progress and any concerns and things like that. What inclusive programming do we offer uh, at the community center and throughout the park district? We offer it for everything, which is great. Basically, when you're registering for a program with us, you want to be sure that you tell the front desk uh, that your child would require an aid. Um, it's a good idea if you're just setting up a household in the system or if you have a specific uh, need like, you know, medical, anything, ADHD, autism, you want to make sure you tell the front desk. And what we do is we flag your child in the system so that every time you register your child for anything, the program manager is made aware of the fact that they need an aid. 
And then staff reaches out to the WDSRA and makes arrangements from there. It's very helpful. It is. And it's not just, uh, it's not just uh, for, you know, like I said, it's not just autism. It's not just ADHD. It might be medical needs, anything like that. Allergies or another Peanut allergies do. for camps. You know, we have summer camps and kids get snacks and you need to be aware. So yeah. um, that's, uh, that's handy. So if, you, if you're already in our system and you have not done that yet, you can still do that. You can do it at any time. Just give us a call. So they are working to build a treehouse that kind of symbolizes play for all in our community. So what is the Play for All Playground and Garden Foundation and what is your involvement? Well, the foundation uh, is a 501c3 charitable foundation. Um, It was created with the mission of creating barrier-free and universally accessible outdoor play spaces and gardens in DuPage County. And to that end, we've created the Sensory Garden Playground, which is actually in Lyle. It's at the 2751 Navistar Drive in Lyle, and it's a joint project uh, founded by the Wheaton Park District, WDSRA, Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, Kiwanis of Wheaton, Shane's Inspiration and Landscape Structures, Um, and it opened in 2015. Uh, The Sensory Garden Playground uh, has a two- to five-year-old playground. Um, It has a central gathering area, uh, fragrance garden, sound garden, and really interesting interactive uh, art sculptures by an artist named Joe Gagnapane, and they're really cool. They're sort of found object mm-hmm. art. They're musical. They're really um, cool. It's a lot of repurposed metal pieces from bikes and cars. And uh, yes, as you mentioned, we are the treehouse is the the latest um, addition, which is going to open in the spring. And that's when I came on was really um, in the whole time I've been involved has been trying to raise money for that tree house. Um, it's in a wheelchair accessible tree house. Um, it rises to a height of 11 feet and it's going to have slides and we're working on getting a lot more bells and whistles for it as money presents itself. But it's very nearly done now, um, at least the first phase of it. And uh, I should also give a shout out to the Wesley Luring Foundation and First Trust and Wheaton Rotary have been partners with us on this as well. As far as my involvement, I'm, a, I'm now a board member. Originally, I was brought on in 2015 when I was still working over at the museum. Mm-hmm. The Play for All Foundation meets over at the museum. And our executive director, Mike Bernard, was coming out of his office one day. And I just sort of said to him, you know, I have a lot of contacts in this the autism community Mm -hmm. because my son was diagnosed when he was three and, uh, you know, just hammered away at it and being involved in different organizations and, and things I had kind of acquired a lot of contacts. And I just said, you know, Hey, if I can be of any help, let me know. And then Mike asked me to come to a meeting, uh, to just sort of, you know, learn more. And, and, and that's how it just kind of started. I started out with recruiting people for focus groups for the treehouse. That's how it, uh, you know, I got involved there initially, and then it just sort of snowballed from there. Yeah. Sidebar, okay, do you guys watch The Treehouse? There's a TV show where a guy makes all these crazy treehouses for people and they get hired oh, to. yeah, I have no. seen that. It's a phenomenal show. I don't know exactly what channel it's on, but every so often when I'm home and flipping through channels, I watch it. He comes up with the most amazing tree houses. It's and not like started, HGTV. It's like another. Yeah. Cause I don't know if it's uh, Discovery or it's not history, but I, I'll have to figure it out. But 
I love watching that show. And when we started talking about the treehouse, I started picturing some things that he does and like some of the cool aspects that you can put into a treehouse that you would have never expected. Oh yeah, you know if that I would love to watch that show. Actually, I haven't yeah, seen it yet, but. They have the treehouse designed out, so if we as money presents itself, it's it the phase two. It ends up being this really sort of Swiss Family Robinson, really <laughs> cool thing. Yeah. You know, if we get enough money for it, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna trick it out. Gravity Rail is gonna be what the next thing we're shooting for. That's a, that's something that's kind of a fun addition to it. Definitely, I'm looking forward to once it gets nicer out to actually heading over there and taking a peek at it because I haven't been over there and I've just heard about it from you from a lot. So it'll be cool to actually see it in person for the first time. Yeah, it's great. And it's um, it's it's kind of away in the woods. It's sort of... It's tucked away a little bit. Yeah, it's Naperville. It's, that's purposeful. You know, mm-hmm. it's meant to be sort of quiet and removed. Yeah. Um, that's treehouses, you know. Treehouses aren't on the middle of... Mm-hmm. Right, but know. the park itself, because of the yeah. kids' sensory issues right. and things like that, it's meant to be sort of quiet and Secluded. Removed and secluded. And um, yeah, so the treehouse is, is, is next. And we're working on fencing, too, because a lot of... Uh, children with autism are runners yeah they will just take off yep and so uh fencing is an important component that we're working on there's actually a a, a little initiative that marketing came up with fence friends where you can buy a section of fence for 50 bucks or that's on the the uh the website so playforalldupage.org and that started from a lot of feedback that we were receiving from the community and people that were going to the park and just said that, hey, we kind of want it to be more sectioned off. So, Absolutely. And it's not something that um, is – people don't get jazzed about fencing. It's what not as easy. I get jazzed about well, fencing. It's not as easy to raise money <laughs> for. It's not it. as like, sexy, hey, we're doing a gravity, yeah. gravity rail, you know, and people get excited about that. So. Yeah. Fencing, the Fence Friends was a great little idea. And it's a unique way to try to sell it to people. It's like people, yeah. they sell bricks for pavers and Same idea. You know, benches and things. So it's just, it goes with the the project. And I think it's, you know, like you said, it's a unique, uh, you know, name and spin on it. And yeah. yeah. It's cool. Okay, so you've been involved, you know, four or five years uh, with the the group from, you know, very minimal role to now being on the board. So what has been the most fun thing or most exciting thing that if you that you have been involved with well just kind of actually seeing the treehouse come together okay you know was is a big thing mm-hmm. um because it was such a long time coming and then there's always with construction of anything there's always delays there's weather delays there was you know delays with the design and the funding and everything else. And so to to finally see it really coming together, I think like maybe this last, we had a party for donors and everybody was out and it was kind of sort of a ribbon cutting, although we're having like a more official, official ribbon cutting when it's nice out completely finished in the spring. Mm -hmm. But that was, that was kind of a, I don't know, that was like a cross in the finish line moment kind of you know it was that was a big deal it was definitely worth the wait i know it took a while to fundraise and get it to be the treehouse that we wanted it to be so and this whole time i've been talking to my son about it and you know getting him all excited and we've been out and you know but it's been like pointing to like a section of trees (laughs) like visualize it here picture if you can 
And so to actually show him the structure, even though it's all fenced off, he can't go on it yet. But I mean, that was a big moment. My whole family went out um, to see it. And my wife has known about my involvement in it too, but only from really me talking about it. And Mm -hmm. my son is 12. So the two to five-year-old play area doesn't have that much appeal to him. So we haven't really been out there. So it's, it's the older kids stuff that I'm excited about. Um, and that's all, you know, there's more coming, there's more, more in, in the, the planning stages, but we've got, um, you know, boulder climb areas coming, a water play area, multi-purpose sports field is coming. So that's stuff that I'm excited about, but just to take the whole family out there and to show them the park, was kind of a neat thing, and then my wife was yeah. like, "Wow, this is really cool. You've been yeah. you've been hammering away at this for a long you time." Talking about it, <laughs> I, I remember my first time seeing it too. And yeah, it's you know it's something that I'm really proud of, and you know I mean, as as a parent of a child with autism, to be you know a part of this and building this, I, I'm building it for him, you know. I mean, the guys that are actually building it are kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah, you're not building you know, it at all. You, you know, still help. You're not you really a very out there building. It. But I, I'm you know part of the. The decision, the planning, and that stuff. I mean, you yeah. can tell him, "Hey, like I helped come up with these ideas. I was, you know, involved from a very early stage." And yeah, you, know, you have that, you know, pulling at the heartstrings to, you know, tell him and tell other people, like, "Hey, this is, you know, yeah, I did this for him. It wasn't just because I worked there." And I think that's a cool story to be able to tell. Yeah, it's it's, it's really gratifying. But yeah, to to him, he thinks I'm out there actually physically building it. And, I'd love to take credit for that. (laughs) We throw a card hat on and take a few pictures. We can make it for sure look like it then. Right, right. How can the community get involved with the Play for All Playground and Garden Foundation? Well, um, first of all, uh, they can just enjoy the park. Just go out and see it and enjoy it. But we're always taking donations. The park's funded solely through the generosity of our donors and their individual and corporate donors that we've acquired. And um, But there's volunteer opportunities available, too. You can host a fundraiser. You can provide promotional materials for the playground events. Donate your time by doing park maintenance or just join us at one of our play days this summer. We have these great play days. They're four times over the spring and summer. They usually have uh, an event sort of planned. It'll be something done in conjunction with the library Mm -hmm. or the zoo. A neat one was they had canine companions out and they Mm -hmm. had the little puppies that they trained to be service dogs. Mm out and they sort of show you how they train the dogs and the kids like that. Um, So you can come check out one of our play days. And if you're interested in in any of these, you know, opportunities, uh, contact us through playforalldupage.org. It's been very informational and nice to get a little behind the scenes, you know, viewpoint from somebody that's been involved with inclusion as a parent and working at the park district and on a foundation. So we really appreciate uh, you coming on and talking to us and kind of educating us and our listeners on, you know, how to get involved, what's involved, you know, where to go, what to look forward to and, you know, the future of inclusion at the Wheaton Park District. One more time. Can you just repeat that if people are interested more in about learning about how they can get an aid for their child for any one of our programs or services? Certainly, yes. Um, contact us. Uh, you can call the front desk or you can contact Jamie Martinson. She is in charge of our early childhood programming and camps. Uh, her email is jmartinson at wheatonparks.org, and we'll be happy to help facilitate that for you. Also, the WDSRA, just to give them a shout out, they have their own programming, which is wonderful stuff. My mm-hmm. kid has participated in a lot of stuff through them. Mm-hmm. Some of it takes place over here. Uh, he did piano lessons, um, and that was 
through WD, but it was, it was actually, you know, took place here at the community center. Um, he's done art classes through them, bowling. They have all sorts of programming that's wonderful programming themselves, but they do uh, work with us in providing aid for aids for all of our programming. Um, and uh, they're just, they're a great organization. So you can check out their website as well. And then if people were interested in how to make a donation or if they want to see the renderings for the treehouse and what it's going to look like and what our hope is, where can they go? Playforalldupage.org. You can actually, we have, you know, you can donate directly from the website. Um, you can contact Margie Wilhelmy, mwilhelmy at wheatonparks.org. And all of that information, all of our press release stuff, all of the future planning phases and all, the, all of that is available on the website to view. Well, thanks for all the information. And uh, anybody uh, wants to get involved, you know, just uh, reach out to those different uh, websites and emails that uh, Rick was mentioning. And um, hope to see you guys at the Treehouse and uh, at the Park District. Sounds great. Say hi to Rick next time you're in the community center. Bye, everyone. Amy, what happened last month at the Wheaton Park District? The Wheaton Park District was a little bit quieter in January. Uh, we did have a couple events that were really awesome, and we heard really great feedback from the community, so thanks to those that came. We had Straight from the Tap over at Arrowhead at the end of January. It's a private beer tasting. There were over 40 beers there, and everyone got to try those, and they're like seasonal beers, so some of them were kind of like rare for the area. And there was food. And Sensory Garden Playground had a silent auction. People had a lot of fun. And on the 31st, we had Mad for Plaid. It was the first time the event happened, and it was hosted in conjunction with the Wheaton Public Library and DuPage County Historical Museum. And people got to go through the library, and there were 18 different mini golf holes. They were themed. Arrowhead had a hole, so it was all golf-themed. Uh, the Wheaton Chamber had a hole, and it was that Horton Hears a Who thing, I think, with like the cute little trees. That sounds fun. And um, some some sponsors had holes, so everyone really got to like be creative and design, and everyone had a lot of fun, and it was really cool to see some of the holes like go through the stacks of the library. In terms of programs, all of our programs, our winter programs start at the beginning of the month. We also have all of our outdoor recreation stuff going on so there's ice fishing there's sledding at north side we obviously have skating at central athletic complex so if you want to see kind of more of what the wheaton park district has to offer in the winter you can visit wheatonparkdistrict.com mark what do we have upcoming events and programs wise we got two big events coming up. The first one is going to be a summer camp information table. It's going to take place at the community center on Tuesday, February 11th. Uh, you want some information about summer camps, you can come on in. The second one is going to be a preschool open house. That's going to be Wednesday, February 26th. That'll be from 6 to 7, and it's at the community center, also at the Rath G building as well. So those are two big things that are coming up for some of our big programs here, uh, registration-wise. Anything else going on, Amy? Yeah, so this week you should have or you will receive your spring program guide. This program guide has the summer camp and aquatics information in it. Uh, resident registration begins Tuesday, February 18th, and non-resident registration begins on Tuesday, March 3rd. All right, so did we get anything in the mailbag this month, Amy? Anonymous asked, my son wants to work at the pools this summer. Is the park district hiring seasonal staff yet? That's a great question, and it's actually perfect timing. 
summer camps, pools, all the seasonal jobs that the park district offers typically comes open usually February, March time. So if you're looking to uh, work at the Wheaton Park District, my suggestion would be to go to wheatonparkdistrict.com. On the top menu bar, it would be under general. And then the fourth tab down is going to be employment or volunteer opportunities. Click on there. It's going to give you any uh, opportunities, jobs, volunteers that the park district has to offer. And again, most of the jobs that would come up would be summer camp uh, and lifeguarding pool jobs. You know, some of them do have certain requirements of age, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, We also are looking for people for parks department to help clean up the parks. If you want to fill out a volunteer form, we're always looking for volunteers for events, and we have a lot coming up this summer that we would love help at. Uh, Or they can email me at asiclucky at wheatonparks.org. Thank you for listening. Be sure to download, rate, share, and subscribe to A Talk in the Park wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Wheaton Park District on Facebook and Instagram at Wheaton Park District. Additional information on Wheaton Park District programs and services can be found at wheatonparkdistrict.com. Until next time, this has been A Talk in the Park. A Talk in the Park is a production of the Wheaton Park District.